conventional wisdom states that we are most liable to sympathize with those that are most like us. Why? Because obviously we, we sympathize with people by seeing or finding or identifying our own self in others, meaning I experience myself as a self, as an object, as one to whom uh, experiences come, who experiences pain and pleasure and has thoughts and feelings and, and, and such, and other people, myself included in the mirror or uh, in on videos or in photographs, I experience as objects. And in order to understand them, I have to relate them to myself in some way or another. So, for example, uh, I understand a chair as, as that which I sit on. I understand a car as that which uh, is capable of transporting me a lot faster than I could with my feet, my legs. And I understand uh, uh, food as, as that which I eat. And so as it concerns other people, I can either understand them as objects, uh, uh, the, the that which will give me a ticket or that which will bag my groceries or that which will make me feel good by talking to me and so forth. Or I can find myself as subject in another and view them as a subject. So the uh, immediate, immediately uh, seemingly obvious kind of account here would say that the more like to me that a person uh, uh, looks, the easier it is to find myself in them, right? Because if something looks totally, totally different from me, how am I supposed to figure out even what it is? Never mind to see myself in it. So, for example, as it concerns people, there's people that uh, uh, have, unfortunately, uh, tremendous deformities, uh, 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 facial deformities, bodily deformities, to even extreme extents. For example, a tumor on the face which covers the entire face. So, if a person sees or somebody that that very tragically loses their face in an acid, some something like that in a time of war. So in a situation like this, it becomes extraordinarily difficult to see oneself in this person because this is so unlike uh, what I look like, right? And we see that uh, unrefined people uh, do not even try to mask frequently their disgust at those who look, uh, who have deformities and such and immediately say, what is this? I don't want to have anything to do with this, right? So on the other hand, people that look like me, right? My own children, they look like me. My uh, uh, immediate uh, family members and, and uh, people that are from the same kind of background as me, they look like me. It's a little easier to find myself in them. Consequently, I can sympathize easier with them. But at the same time, the potentially counterintuitive account here would also uh, have us note that there's a, a there can be a, a tremendous satisfaction in finding ourselves there where we did not, in fact, expect to find ourselves. Meaning. If I identify myself in, in, in those to, in regards to whom it's obvious that I should identify myself in, for example, my children, my family, my friends, my community members, those that look like me, then it's expected, it's normal, but it's not necessarily a thrill. Right? It's not necessarily exciting uh, uh, because it's the expectation. On the other hand, if I identify myself in somebody that I never thought I would identify myself with or in, then it's something unique, it's something interesting for us, right? So that's why, for example, people take, uh, uh, remember very frequently when they identify with or really connect with somebody in a role or in a situation where such would not be expected. For example, uh, uh, veterans of war recall sometimes many, many decades after uh, if uh, uh, and when they they commiserated with an enemy soldier, meaning, let's say, uh, I was about to kill him or her, and uh, the, we locked eyes, and I thought about their family, 
and uh, I, I realized they're just like me. They, they didn't choose to be here, yada, yada. And I didn't shoot. I didn't kill them. And now, 70 years later, I still remember this. Why? Because here, in a time of war, I'm obviously expected to only see objects that, uh, and, and chances are, destroy them as needed. And here, all of a sudden, something flipped. Um, the eye contact, whatever the case may, might have been. And I saw myself in this object, in this individual. Wow, that's just like me. That prime, excuse me, that is me. I see myself in this person. And, uh, and and consequently, it's a thrill. It's 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 memorable. It's something that that chances are a person will always remember. Versus in a in a time of peace, right? In a normal situation, what's the big deal that you're friendly to, to somebody else, even if they look different from you? Okay, you're friendly to them. The very same people, ten years after the war is over, a couple of years after they meet somewhere for whatever reason, it wouldn't be so memorable that I didn't kill this person, right? Because that's a different situation. It's the expectation. Or, for example, uh, a person might remember uh, uh, really identifying with uh, a person in a very different uh, uh, life situation, right? Or somebody that plays uh, a particular role relative to the person that, that we wouldn't think is uh, 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 calls for such sympathy and such connection. For example, people remember, oh, I once... You know, um, I once was on a on a trip, and the tour guide. I, I just became best friends with them, or I became best friends with my driver once, with my taxi driver, or with uh, the stewardess, or the flight attendant, or the the waitress or waiter, or something like this, right? Because in, in certain roles, we expect a certain degree of mechanization, meaning just uh, it's just business. And if if I all of a sudden find myself here in in a person playing this role relative to me. It can also be a thrill, right? And also, uh, uh, even more so, when we find ourselves in in individuals that really uh, uh, look different than us and come from very different backgrounds and, and very different uh, life situations. And that's why we see so many novels and plays and movies written about people from uh, very different life situations, Romeo, Juliet type of stuff that uh, uh, find each other, fall in love, uh, become friends, right? Because it's, again, that kind of that kind of awe, that kind of thrill, like, wow, uh, an, an aristocrat is friends with somebody from the lower class or there's a love story, right? Titanic, the, the rich lady uh, falls in love with uh, the whatever the, his, his role was, the Leonardo DiCaprio, the, the poor guy. Wow, it's like, wow, I can't believe this, right? Somebody... Uh, from uh, the one uh, social class and another social class, one economic class, another economic class, one uh, a, a very different role, pretty pretty woman, right? One role and a different role, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, and, and we find that these kind these kinds of things alluring, attractive, thrilling, interesting. So the uh, bottom line here would be that uh, uh, probably the salient point is that we uh, find those people to be real. And we're able to love and connect with those people that we identify ourselves. And normally, uh, it's much easier to do when a person is similar to ourselves and, and looks similar and has a similar background and all of this. But we say that it, it can be tremendously, uh, uh, it can be awesome to do the same thing, except with people who look very different than us and from very different backgrounds and so forth and so on. But of course, ultimately, we may want to reach an even higher level where we really don't take account uh, of such differences at all, but not in a kind of forced, naive type of way, like, oh, I don't really 
pay attention to anything. You know, I'm, I'm very rich, but I don't pay attention to that. I'm very poor, but I don't pay attention to that. All right, but where we really, surely don't pay attention to that. Like on the deepest level, and probably the only way to do that might be to really, truly uh, kind of identify uh, oneself with that in one, which is uh, uh, like in all. All right, if I identify with, uh, uh, with something concerning myself, which is very unique and very variant, then it be it can be very difficult to find somebody that I see myself in, right? I have a very distinct psychology, very distinct likes and dislikes. I like this type of music and this type of fashion and this type of, um, you know, um, what else do I like? Food, right? And I have these conflicts and so forth. And 99.99% of people don't like what I like. I, I can't relate to them. I, and I don't see myself in them. They're, they're weird. They're strange. They're other... Then me, ah, one person I found, I see myself in them, right? So the more, <laughs> if I uh, 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 identify with that which is super unique uh, in me, then yeah, that can be the case. But if I really identify myself and myself, uh, the self that I, I see and find and try to find in others, then I really uh, should be able to look through, not necessarily disregard, but uh, look past as needed uh, and, you know, uh, superficial surface differences between what I call myself and, and what I call others. And that might be something to shoot for. And we can think about it. Thank you for listening.